Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Action replay. (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, broadcasting live from the horse capital of the world, for Calamarian County, Florida. Thank you to Peterson Smith, our presenting sponsor this hour, and to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest, finest, finest. Alfalfa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. That's my co-host, Paul. Stout. She's not cold anymore yeah. because during the Crash. blip, <laughs> the blip um, she actually went downstairs and got that jacket that Tom Schmidt says goes really well with her pink shirt. So anyway, um, we, <laughs> look good, we, uh, we apparently we have had uh, people here all week working on the fibre here at the power plant and... Apparently, it must work. still be working. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. One can be optimistic. Apparently, they're not complete, but um, we're glad we're back. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of the the beginning of the show uh, in the in the practice run. This is the sequel. Uh, Phil Oakes <laughs> is going to be with us later on from Truth Based Horsemanship. We're going to have a couple segments with him. Talk a little bit about how to uh, let your horse have its basic natural herd instincts, but also have respect for you um, and uh, how you make those things come together to ultimately have the horse that you want to have. And uh, he apparently has adopted some Mustangs before for his program, so that's pretty cool. We also so have uh, Shane Banks joining us from the BLM. We're going to talk a little bit about the adoption event that's going to be going on at the end of January. We're going to have a visit with Deputy Tim Ogletree, not to take me away, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> not this week, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I know, maybe away. I want him to take me away. Take me away. No. What's that song, that take me away? Song? Oh, something. No. Oh, We're yeah. going down a rabbit hole again. <laughs> Don't do that. Tom Schmitz will come here and go like this and give us the fist. <laughs> if you do. I don't even know what a rabbit hole was. It's the thing a rabbit goes down. <laughs> and then they get lost. And sometimes it takes a really long time to come back up. <laughs> uh, please do not text or message me and ask me to ask uh, Deputy Ogletree about any details about any of the ongoing cases and investigations right now um, for any of the animal incidents um, that have happened, the slaughters and and thefts, because we do not want to ever jeopardize uh, a case that the Sheriff's Department and Police Department are working on to help all of us. Mm -hmm. What we're going to talk about is how we can be proactive in protecting our horses and animals for the future and the things that um, the Sheriff's Department is offering us free of charge to help us to do that successfully because our four-leggeds matter to us and they're our family. So um, very pleased to have him on. Now Jessica Lynn on from Earth Song Ranch. We're talking about reading ingredients for horses on feed labels and supplements and what matters in our holistic horse segment, which will be uh, very informative as always. So anyway, we've got a great show um, loaded, lots of information for you coming up. And um, we're also going to have curry on a stick, by the way, uh, Merry Christmas late <laughs> in here with us. Um, this and is um, we're going to give Colette. Oh, I should have wrapped it up. Now I feel terrible. I didn't know it was your one and only. It was my one and only. 
Are we going to bow anywhere in here? <laughs> um, anyway, so we'll be talking to Kariana Stick about how good that massage and grooming tool is and how you can use it on your horse, your dog, yourself. Don't do it on that jacket though because it works and stuff will come off. <laughs> They work really well. Uh, very quick, we're going to uh, do some oh, news cool. for you. Uh, of course, Australia um, is on fire. 24 people, I think, have been arrested and more being investigated in the start wow. of those fires. My mind is boggled that anybody on this earth could deliberately or accidentally um, and the amount of animals that they're trying to oh, save. Oh, it's devastating. It's and the koalas and kangaroos, yeah. which are two of my favorite yeah. animals, I want to cuddle them all. And if I could but go and get them and bring them home to my house, I would. They even talk about the fruit bats and everything. I, I know, mean, it's so absolutely devastating. Yeah, it's so upsetting. It's, it's, it's terrible. Prayers and thoughts out to, um, to everybody in Australia affected by all of this. And, you know, uh, this show's about horses. And I, I see a lot of the photographs of the horses running away and they don't mm -hmm. know which way to go and how to get away and mm -hmm. and it's just oh my gosh it's absolutely heartbreaking so mm -hmm. um, so lots of thoughts and prayers out there um, also very sadly XY Jet um, a flashy veteran sprinter who actually made the 2019 Golden Shaheen his uh, signature victory died of a heart attack unfortunately and a trainer uh, Jorge Navarro this week he was just training and and he had a heart attack. He was um, eight years old, a gelded son of Cantharos, and it's always sad. Uh, horses do have heart attacks. We have seen a lot of cases of that, even jumping, after going around, jumping a completely normal round, yeah. clearing all the jumps, and then come out of the ring, and it happens just like it happens to people, yeah. and um, it's, uh, it's, it's mind-boggling and terribly, terribly upsetting. Mm -hmm. um, prayers to everybody connected there for a, a wonderful horse who had an incredible career. California Chrome arrived in Japan. Personally, I didn't like him leaving, um, but I know he's going to have an incredible career there as a, as a breeding sire and go on and hopefully bring a lot of wonderful horses to that side of the world. I got to meet him and cuddle him. He bit my daughter. You know what's really weird? I was on the plane going to um, the Western Dressage Seminar and I sat aside of the next to California Chrome. No, I sat aside of the nephew. They had you the nephew of the uncle that owned him. The tailors? It was a nephew. Wow. Yeah. That's really told awesome. me all about everything. That's fantastic. It was really, it was amazing to be able to sit against yes. somebody like that. Because California Crohn just had such an amazing yeah. career. His, yeah. his, um, he said that he didn't want them to sell him, but no. I knew he was. Well, his, his the, 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 the upside, he's going to have a good life. Japanese yeah. will take really good care of him. He'll have a lovely life. His stud fee will be $36,500, which is like $14 million in their world which I'm like, I like the 14 million, <laughs> it sounds good to me. Um, and he also has the option always of first refusal to come back here to TaylorMade Farm and live out his life, retired uh, there in Kentucky. So that, they will always That's have right great. of first refusal for his return. Mm -hmm. So if they ever get done with him in Japan, you will be back here on American soil. So, uh, HITS is uh, going to be underway, one of the sponsors and partners with our show. Here, January 14th, they start their, their next cycle of shows. Very exciting. Um, it's going to be the uh, Ocala January Classic, um, National Five Star, $100,000 Grand Prix, Sunday, January 19th. Um, and then, of course, they'll have the January Festival 2. This goes all the way through now, the end of March, um, which will be, uh, of course, the culmination uh, with the One Million Grand Prix. And uh, that's always a very, very exciting time, March 22nd. Hits has been with us since 1982. 
has made its uh, winter home here since 85, purchased Post Time Farm in 2002, and is cemented in its commitment to, to equestrian sports and to its participants, as well as to Ocala and the Marion County areas. For four decades, they've actually provided one of the largest and most popular circuits in the country. So mm. um, we love having them here. They have a new mm. program, 2020 Blue Ribbon Scholars, which is committed to helping competitive scholar athletes discover and achieve their own academic, athletic, and personal best. So good stuff. And mm -hmm. um, coming back after this break, we have our first interview uh, of the show. And um, you can have fingers crossed uh, that the internet stays strong for us as we ask Phil Oakes to join us. And I know we're going to have a couple of really fun segments coming up with uh, him, Paulette, and I. So we'll be back with you in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now! This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This one's four. What does yours Three. say? Three. 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 <laughs> Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Paulette Stout. And uh, she's my co-host and, of course, a top equestrian and joining us for a couple of segments. I'm excited to have Phil Oakes back on the show from Truth-Based Horsemanship. Say that three times. Um, <laughs> and Obar Ranch, of course. Phil, tell us a little bit um, about you for our new listeners who might not have tuned in last time. Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Oh, it's a big one, huh? Um, <laughs> no, not really. I've, I've been in and out of the horse business pretty much my whole life. One of the first jobs I ever had was in the thoroughbred industry. Hmm. Um, what did you do in the thoroughbred industry? Uh, 
the grunt work. Grooming. He yeah, probably we, we were grooming. One of those. Um, we did ride some young ones. You know, we had a little indoor starting track. You know, we started them in, and um, Susan Fisher owned the place, and we had about 200 thoroughbreds there. Wow. Very nice. So from there, it back and forth with training, rodeo, and different things. You know, until I finally settled into what we're doing now, uh, probably 25 years ago, 30 years ago, and then just working on perfecting it. Um, as, it as it goes today, I know that everybody out there, you always say you'd like to do something, but you don't have time to do it. Yeah. So most of what we've done is, is we fixed bad horses, like really bad horses. And, uh, and we talked about that last time. And, yes. And so when I was offered an opportunity to use bad horses on bad kids, um, it just fit. We just, whatever we did with the, the bad horses, it worked for the kids. So typically people would give me some bad horses and these kids come through the court. A lot of them have tethers on or, or some of them even are cuffed when they come. Wow, that's so cool. And so- Oh my gosh. They, How on earth do you, are you equipped for? Well, uh, that's got to be really. You have to have faith. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. A lot. The fr actually, the the very first year, the first day, you know, we alerted the sheriff. They were they have an idea what we we're doing, and and we called him to come. You know, it got kind of bad, and then I talked the kid down, and it was okay. Um, since then, it's been better. Our approach is different each year. We, are, we change our approach. You know, when I first started, I thought, oh my gosh, these kids are bad. We got to change them. And then later on, I thought, no, God put them right where they're supposed to be. Our job would be to change them from doing things that were bad to things that were good. But I still, you still want the same person in there. So that's wow. how it applies to what we do with the horses. So now we've been doing that seven years. Sometimes though, I mean, since we come to Florida, which is like a gift to be able to do this, um, all the horses, we get eight horses for our program. We have to, they have to be gone by November. Oh, and wow. some of the really bad ones are hard to find good homes for. Is it similar to like a sheriff's ranch? You know, I don't know. I've, I've been wanting to go visit with them guys and mm -hmm. see what they do. The, the county brings them out each day, then they go back home every night. So well, I think the sheriff, they, they are mandated to go there and they, then they stop. Uh, ours are too. If they don't, they go to lockdown if they, you know, if they decide to quit us or whatever. Um, so the court and the, the prob probation officer comes with them. Mm -hmm. So I had it in my mind from the beginning that we could use some BLM Mustangs for this. I know they do it with the prisoners. I don't think it's ever been done with juvenile kids. So my wife and I, we went and uh, we adopted some Mustangs for these kids. And it was a challenge. It was, but it- I love these guys. They came through wonderfully. The, the Colts did, we got yearlings. So what we'll do is we'll use them again next year. And then we've already have homes for them. We got two of them as a test. So this if, year- If you need a home for a Mustang, I'm right here. Well, maybe. I'm right here, I want one. Uh, <laughs> so this year we're gonna try to do four, so that'll give us six for the program. And all, all yearlings, not the older ones, yearlings. Well, I, I think so, it's, it's juvenile kids and juvenile horses. Um, these kids had never seen a horse before, so I can't make it too difficult. Right. And the kids are only there six weeks. So we do 
a group of eight kids in the morning and eight kids in the afternoon and we use the same horses. So it has to be realistic. It has to be, we have to be able to accomplish. So the yearlings work, worked well. In time, we may use some older ones. We'll see what we can do with that. But I had to know at first it was going to work. I had to be able to, because if things get really bad, you have to be able to stop it, you know. I mean, um, I used to tell the parole officers that they're renewable resource, you know. There's always more if, if these ones something <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah, they yeah, didn't true. particularly care for that. Have you yeah. ever thought about those um, juveniles actually doing the, the youth um, competition with those yearlings? Well, this could be, except like our program as it is today, not that it might not change, they're not there long enough. I only have them for six weeks. Mm. So you take a person that's never seen a horse or never touched a horse, yeah. and in six weeks he's accomplishing with a wild Mustang. That's pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> Give and, me uh, goose pimples, actually. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. So how, how do they? Re how to? How do the the youth? Their youth, right? Mm -hmm. How do they respond to all this from the beginning to the end? From. Do they come every, in like very resistant to like everything, everything under the rainbow? Some are excited to try it. Some of them are so mad that they're there. In fact, the first day I tell them, I said, you know, I'm glad you guys volunteered for this. And they're all sitting there with these tethers on and, you know, cuffs. And they said, no, no, you don't understand the court forceness. I said, no, if you weren't in trouble, you'd be home watching cartoons. So you get in trouble, you volunteer to come see me, and I'm glad you're here. And that's <laughs> wow. when the first year the guy, the kid got mad. I mean, he got really mad when I said that. So, yeah, some of them hate it. You know, we had a girl one year, she excelled. She just, she did incredible. And even one day, she, she got so frustrated, she threw the lead rope down. She said, I got to go sit down a minute. I said, well, okay, you know, you're, you're trying. It doesn't mean you had to accomplish this overnight. Yeah. And later on, I told her, I said, if you, if you ever wanted to be a horse trainer, I would mentor you. You can do this. She looked at me and says, I never want to see one of them things again. So, yeah. Well, they're always going to probably yeah. be a little bit more resistant. Maybe they don't really think that way. Right. You know, so. Now, how many people do you have helping you with all this? One. Um, and, and now, right now, I have one that she was a, not a severe bad kid, but she went to alternative school and stuff, and she was troubled. So she's, and hopefully, as at this moment, she's going to take it over when, when we no longer do. Um, the judge made me promise I'd do it six more years because that's when he retires. So. But what, what, is, what is the purpose of it? Like when, what is the actual purpose on why the kids are sent there to do this? Well, our county has been very cool. Our, uh, Vicki Curtier, our court administrator, she has done a lot of great things for these kids. They have a, a, a class they go to, to to learn how to live, to cook. They raise a garden, raise chickens. Um, they have a, a, a survival course. They all kinds of things they do for them. And the and the main goal is is to try to curb this before they get to prison, before they they go too far. And and so basically, it, is to nip it in the juvenile years yes. by giving them something positive to do and learn about. And, and sometimes they just need a mentor. Sometimes they need to. So the you know like one year I hate to always say this, but I do. There was a horse one year, and and for every day that that horse was going to kill this kid. I mean, he chased him, he bit him, he, and this kid wouldn't wow. ask for any help. You know, and that's all I wanted him to do is ask for some help. And about the third or fourth day, he gets in my face and he said, listen, buddy, I need some help. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'll die for you now. Let's fix this. And the last day, that kid could wrap the lead rope around that horse's neck and he'd follow him through all the obstacles, through the Cowboy Desires Court. It was very cool. So what, so what did he say to you when he finished that? Was there anything? He didn't say anything. 
and they generally don't. They're pretty, they don't say a whole lot. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they So they're they do. still tough in the exterior. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I think a lot of they don't trust anybody, you know. They don't have anybody to trust in, and, and a lot of them are families that don't work. So, so how do you try to convince a kid that's third-generation welfare, maybe, to work 12, 14 hours a day, seven days a week? So the only thing I can think of is create a passion of some kind in them, whether it's helping other kids or helping people, or mm -hmm. it may have nothing to do with horses, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but it gives them an opportunity. And I think what the horse does too, though, especially the horses we get, it becomes real very quickly. This isn't something we're pulling the wool over their eyes. Mm -hmm. This is either either you pay attention, you know, or, or something's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the first things I try to tell them. I said, whatever you do, do not put your foot underneath the horse's foot because it's gonna hurt. <laughs> and then most of them do and, and, and they remember, see? Mm -hmm. And so if it was a program that was fake, so to speak, I don't think it had the same meaning. And the kids, you know, the parole officers always want me to submit a plan. How do you, the kids are different every day, the yes, horses are different every true. day. Yes. How do you plan that? So every minute is like under the seat of your pants, just who knows? So, you know? so uh, hold that, hold that thought. Okay. Paulette's about to ask me a long question, I can tell. <laughs> and we've got to cut it off for a minute and come right back, but we've got Phil again. It's a good thing I know her. So, listen, you're blonde, remember, until we come back. That was no offense to blonde people, by the way. It's just her and her rabbit holes. Sometimes it's like, yeah, anyway. We'll be back in a minute on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital this hour. Stay with us and Phil. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices, also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. 
This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, this hour presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa in the studio with me, my co-host Paulette Stout, and special guest Phil Oaks back on the show. And I am just so impressed every time I meet this guy. Uh, he blows me away what he does, and, um, and it can't be an easy journey. Uh, mm. Hats off, literally, to, um, to you, Phil, for what you're doing with your program. You and Kathy are amazing. Uh, challenging sometimes? Oh, every day. Every single day. So the horse is more challenging or are the people no, more that, challenging? No, the horses are easy. I was going to say it's always um, the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the people. And, and it's the environment they come from, you know. Uh, I think, go back to my faith, God gave me a peace inside that's undescribable. It's not there every day. It comes and goes. Sometimes it comes and goes a thousand times a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I know <laughs> Mine how to, too. <laughs> I know where to go for it. Yeah. And I and my true belief with the horses, with the with the people, if there's not peace, you can't think clearly. No. The the distractions mm -hmm. make decisions for you and the mm. and they what goes on. So the like these kids, a lot of it we, we you know, for a moment they have a moment of peace and that then it can go back to that. Mm -hmm. So, it, and it started out, it happened, nothing happens by accident, but, but my eyes got Amen. opened one day. We had a kid that was very hyper, and, uh, and the hyper horse, what I see, or maybe even in myself, that but the brain skips the spot that says think. It just goes right on by that. It doesn't mm -hmm. even occur to him. And so the, our approach with the horses got this kid to stop and think. And then we built on that. And, mm -hmm. and it made great changes in him. And uh, so we use that. We use it a lot. And, and some kids just need to, sometimes they do, they just need to stand there and pet a horse for the day. That doesn't happen often, but depending on what... Do they seem to like that? Mm, sometimes. Sometimes it's too much quiet, you know. It just depends on the kid. There, every single kid every day is different. There isn't really a, um, a book you can write no, with instructions, right? I got a ton of people want me to teach them to do what we're doing, and, and you, I don't know. No, you can't. I could give them philosophies and principles, you know. But isn't a lot of it intuition? Oh. Totally intuition. It has to be. And, and my life with the Bad Horses programmed me for this, to, to set me up to be able to do this. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. In the first year, I didn't have a clue. I mean, I, you, you talk about, and I'm pretty, used to be pretty shy, and it's like all of a sudden, here it is. It's there. Mm -hmm. And now what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. That first day, I didn't have a clue. I didn't have one idea what we were going to do. I knew we were going to do something, and it just gets better every year. And, uh, yeah. Whatever made you do this? Well, it, it kind of a little bit been on my mind that maybe I need to give back to society for mm -hmm. something, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. even, even a little part. It doesn't have to be big. And then our court administrator, her daughter, spent a lot of time with us with the horses and things. And, and one day she said, let's try this. So basically it was her idea and we just went with it, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it worked. It just, 
that's that's why it can't happen by accident because it just it just flows every day every year something new gets added and we weren't planning on it you know so where where are you now in that six weeks and, well it's only in the summertime oh okay so, so you do, do that in, in the summer when we're in michigan oh okay um i've thought about it here but yeah please a, would you do it here you have to have a facility you, you know there's a lot i can help you with that Huh? I can help you with that. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, did I mention but, I'm but a farm realtor too? Because, because the, <laughs> it, the, the education that you're getting isn't something that you can just get in a book. Right. No. Well, and the kids have taught me so much, yeah. you know. Yeah. I was naive. We would live in a little town. How do you get that many bad kids in one town? And we got them, man. We got tons of them. And, and, and before that, I thought, you know, we were like, we lived in heaven. There was no problems. And there's mm -hmm. tons and tons of How stuff. How many years have you been doing it? Seven 20, years. Seven, seven years. And so, so, so you've been doing the horse program for? The, for the bad kids, yeah. yeah. Seven. For the bad, just for the, the. So seven summers you did it. And yep. So you yeah. haven't had enough time for maybe one or two of those to come back and say, hey. Yeah, we've had a few. Yeah. Did they come back? Yeah. And what did they say? They said they basically just, they had a good job, life was good, and they thanked me. You know, See, I, there you go. but one girl, one year, help people. in particular, 25 years ago, I'll admit to you, I would have judged her for how she acted and how she looked. And today, I don't, I don't want to know what these kids did. I don't want to know. I don't want to judge them. And so I overheard her one day talking to another kid that she would really like to get her GED, but that costs $35 per class. And she doesn't have any money. Her mother's a, um, we won't even go there on that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no help right. whatsoever. And yeah. they live out in the country, so she can't hardly walk to town to get a job. So so I gave the parole officer some money. I said, if you, I don't know this kid. If you think she'd benefit, pay for their GED. And then I forgot about it. And uh, about two months later, I get a, a card in the mail. It's still hanging on my refrigerator. And it, it's a thank you card. And there was a lot written in there. But in the, in the beginning of it, it said, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I don't know why anybody would ever do that for somebody like me. Oh, God. And then in the bottom, which I got to lay it out what we do. So every time one of these kids do anything even remotely in the right direction, I call them a genius. Mm -hmm. And they, they just can't believe that somebody would call them a genius. So then at the bottom of the card, she said, I finally figured it out. She said, now I'm on my road to becoming a genius. And she has a job now. She has her own place. Yeah. She's doing very well. Yeah. So it's been like that a lot, yeah. you know. It's, it's uh, a lot of what awesome. you think of yourself. Yeah. And, and some of them, it might be 20 years. Some, some of them yeah. may not, you know. But because my neighbors, they ask me, well, well, are you successful? I said, well, I didn't quit. That's the only way I know to be well, successful. Well, obviously, you are successful. And it is a success right. because if without it, they would have nothing. Yeah. But, but I said, you know, being you ask, you know, with my spare time, I could rob banks or help kids, whatever, you know. <laughs> and so maybe somebody else someday will do something similar. That's why, I, like here, that's why I like to talk about it. Not to brag on what we're doing, but, but if everybody did just a little tiny bit, man, we could fix a lot of stuff. It would change the world. Yeah, it would change but the world. But you've already changed the world, so. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. You obviously haven't. You almost made me cry during the show. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's that's incredible. And you know what? I've seen what horses can do for people. Oh, my God. You know, troubled people. Kids come from, you know, different backgrounds that have been through different things. And kids with disabilities and, you know, but mental and, and, and physical people, disabilities. Of the people that implement it. Because without him or without some of the people that do therapeutic riding, without them doing it, it wouldn't happen. So, and, and for me, 
the horsemanship that we do today, which is different, and I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm, I tell everybody, I said, there isn't anything in my program that you have to do. These are things you can do. But I've been doing this most of my life. I've been very frustrated, a lot of it. But at 60, I'll be 64 pretty quick here. Every time I get near a horse, I still get goosebumps. Mm -hmm. So something's working. Me too. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're I gonna th actually got a few pictures we're gonna throw up just to here on the screen if you're uh, watching on Facebook uh, of Phil and we're also going to put his website up there for you so that you can find out more information um, about truth base I love that picture that's yeah. just, a, just just a great mm -hmm. picture I this love is this our place a, in Oxford where we stay oh that's Them wonderful that's lovely isn't that fantastic I love mm -hmm. that that's my new Morgan stud Ooh, nice yeah, 16 hands oh my gosh yeah, a Morgan he's yeah. a big Morgan he come, he come out Alberta, Canada, he's just incredible. He's young, we're just getting started on him. He's got maybe 10 rides on him. So you still enjoy uh, enjoy riding yourself, oh, huh? You know, and I've had mentors, and, and everybody has their own deal, right? That the only time they would ride is to fix a problem on a horse. And I can go ride for hours and hours and hours, and I do, most generally by myself, you know. At home in Michigan, we have like 250,000 acres of state land there. Here in Ocala, there's just millions of miles of mm -hmm. trails, and, and I just go by myself. If I take a day off, that's what I do. Phil Oaks, I want to thank you so much for joining us. That was the fastest two segments ever. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. You and your wife are absolutely amazing. We've got to go to break, um, and, and we're going to come back in just a few minutes, and we're going to be talking about um, the ag programs that can help protect your horses, and I know we'll have Phil back on the show very soon. Read this. Because we, we love having him on. And she's about to go down a rabbit hole, so no, i got to go to break. Not. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Okay. On it.
Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in studio with me, my co-host Paulette Stout. And shout out for Nigel Wallbank before we go there, because he was at an event the other day and sent me Deputy Ogletree's phone number and said, you've got to talk to this guy about his ag program. And I said, Nigel, that is an awesome idea, but I think Paulette may have already talked to him. And so here he is. We have the ag deputy here, uh, Deputy <coughs> Tim Ogletree, in the studio with us to talk about a very, very big uh, concern for us horse owners and animal owners uh, here in the state of Florida there have been a lot of issues concerns and some slaughter cases that have been deeply uh, sad saddening and upsetting I am not going to ask him about any cases don't message me and ask me to because we would never want to put any investigation in jeopardy um, or ask him any questions that he, he cannot possibly answer at this time as they are diligently working away to resolve the cases um, that uh, that have come up that we've been very sad about lots of prayers to all connected to anybody who has has been through this and I know lately there have been other instances people trying to break into farms and finding their horses hurt and and it's it is deeply concerning but we may not necessarily have the answer the solution or the arrest yet however we do have a program uh, that I think is incredible. When I learned about it, I was thrilled. We want to share it with you. It's an incredible opportunity, and I'm going to let uh, our Ag Deputy tell you uh, a little bit about it. Tim, thank you for being here with us. Good evening. It's nice to finally meet you. Yes, it's nice to meet you too. So the, the, all of Marion County is ag-based. Um, you know, we have the horses. Right. Of, of multiple breeds. Mm -hmm. um, 62 to be exact. There's <laughs> too much to keep up with. There is. <laughs> so our program is good for all horses, all animals, cattle, goats, whatever you're trying to contain. The system is set up to help the sheriff's office help you. Okay. So it's free of charge. Sheriff pays for it. Um, we Good old Sheriff Billy Wood. There you go. He's right here on the sign. We'll show it to you. Know him well. Great guy. We have a great sheriff. Um, and, and this is what the sign looks like, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So the signs are aluminum, and they're, we, we print these in-house. We have a young man over at the garage who runs the printers, and, and he does this all in-house. So when you apply for it, it's submitted and it takes a little bit of time. He gets that done in-house. We probably would be a lot more expensive and hard to afford if we outsource that. Absolutely. So be patient in other words. <laughs> so how this works is very, very simple. Um, you, you fill out the application. The easiest way to do that is online, mm -hmm. com, And then when, when the website pulls up, you click on AgWatch, fill out the application, and then it comes to me. We submit for the sign, and then when the sign comes in, I'll co contact you and respond and install it myself. This is how it works. Quick question, not to interrupt you, but I will forget. Uh, if you have a big farm, is it possible to get more than one sign? It, it absolutely is. We try to focus on the entrance gates okay. and, and maybe the rear gates of mm -hmm. the farm. Uh, we have some properties that have multiples. Uh, we also have some people that have multiple properties, and yeah. I'll tell you how that works in just a second. Um, first and foremost, the, the number on the front of the sign is going to be specific to that farm. Okay, so the, the, the FL obviously is for Florida. 14. I'm going to hold this up while you're talking, yes, so actually, so people can can see this if they're mm -hmm. actually well, actually it's backwards. <laughs> so the 14 <laughs> is our. <For> me. <laughs> yep, here you go. This is, is our, our county number. Okay, right? so Marion County. And the mm -hmm. last four will be assigned to each individual farm. 
Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So that number pertains to you. So that's your number, that last four. That so on here, obviously, it's zeros because this isn't anybody's. This is an example. But if it was yours, those four numbers would be only to yes, your farm. Okay. So how this works is, <clears throat> in the, in the, let's say we're in the middle of the night, right? Something happens at the farm, whether it be a traffic accident to a fence. The deputy or the state trooper or whoever responds can call our communication center. Which is the number down there. Which yep. is the 732-9111. So we, and we can number. actually put that up for you as well, 352-732-9111. Um, there it is. See something, say something. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> and then um, they can take this number and run it through our database. We do not release your personal information. Okay, That number is given to the, the deputy or the trooper or whoever's requesting that number and and it, they in turn can contact you that's brilliant okay. so listen we want people to come out and help us with their animals that, let that's me ask the a question like if i'm going by a farm and it's at night and i see see a, a cow out or a horse out or or fences down or whatever or there was an accident and i saw this personal number i can call that Yes, ma'am. And they will know where you're at. They'll yes. know the address. Yes, ma'am. When you call and you give them this FL number, mm -hmm. they can look that up in the database. Mm -hmm. okay? And then they will have a, a contact that corresponds with that. Mm -hmm. And they can start. Now, they won't release that number to you. Mm -hmm. They'll release that to a deputy who responds there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what's, what I love about this is obviously this is very relevant for what's going on yeah. currently that you know we've been we've been experiencing. But not just that, I'm always concerned. I live on a very busy road and there's only one fence between my horses and that road. And I'm always concerned with a lot of older trees, some of which, are, you know, are dying. Um, they fall down. If one falls on my fence and a horse could get out, maybe my horse isn't even out yet, but there's a possibility that he might notice and go, mm, I might be able to get through there. How nice it would be if the sign is up, someone driving by sees my farm and they're like knocking on the door and I'm not home. They don't know how to get a hold of me. But if this sign is right there, then they can go, hey, you know what? The Sheriff's Department know who this is. Yeah. And and look, they're on the Florida yeah. Ag Watch and then and someone the can let you know. It gives yes. the number. It gives the number. So they don't so have to look it up. No. They don't have to know no. how to it's address. Such it a simplifies no everything. Yes, it does. It absolutely yeah. does. So just in the last week, we've responded up on the interstate where somebody ran through a fence yep. and had cows on the interstate. It, it's really important to be able to contact somebody quick that particular farm we just happened to have some personal knowledge about who they were and they responded very quickly and helped us get six cows off the interstate before they got into traffic so that's kind of scary when you get up there um, you're, you're trying to keep animals that have no idea what's happening yeah yeah so anytime we can contact an animal owner who knows way more about what their animals do than a deputy or a trooper or anybody else. You know how there. we are about our horses. I mean, right? you, so, know. <laughs> you know. I've had guys show up and they, they have their feed buckets and lead ropes and, and they, yeah. they take care of everything. And I'd rather have them do that than than our deputies. Our deputies can work the traffic and Yeah, or even a good Samaritan who yeah. maybe right. doesn't know the horse and ends up Absolutely. getting hurt or... No, we don't want any secondary injuries from No, that. no, right. right. And there's always so, that, good, that good person who's really trying to help but doesn't know the horse and gets either Absolutely. kicked or run over or, or something. It's, it's a very but simple it, program and, and it's growing every day, right? So we enjoy that. We enjoy having the, the, the contact from the Sheriff's Office liaison to the ag community. It makes a big difference when people can call. They have somebody to contact, not just calling 911 and talking to. Um, 
Yeah, because a lot of times you don't even know the address. And all you have is this number, and they have the address. They know everything. They know everything. They know right where to come. So all you have to do is call that number and give them that number, and they know everything to be able to to contact the people, and they know the address. Yeah. It's actually an incredible program. Mm -hmm. It's a a total no-brainer, especially for us horse people. And with this newer, greater concern that we've had in the last few months all over the state, um, really this is just something I think every county that you know, has any kind of livestock should implement. And There's other counties that have versions of it. Um, we curtail it to our situation here. So how long has this been around? We've been we've been at this for just a little over two years. So it's, um, not, that, it's not that old. It's no, not it's, that old. it's a new program. And, and you're pretty much managing that all yourself through. Yes, ma'am. And it's all in-house. And so we, we, we order signs as they come in, and then we put them up in between calls. So when when we're not doing anything. I say we, me. Right. You, right. yeah. You, so you being we. Right, yeah. I'm often we, but I'm really just me. Yes, how do they do the, the signs for, you know, bigger farms that have more gates or more? He, he just said they okay, do yep. more. So they cover the here's the, here's the really neat part of this. It's not exactly address specific. Okay. For horse owners, most of them have one place. We have cattlemen in, in the county that have four or five different places mm-hmm. okay and this ties back to a phone number so that initially so that we can know who they belong to um, so that works well I have I have one cattleman here in the county who has 18 signs Wow so we, we actually helpful. unfortunately ran over break time um, but I do just want to thank Deputy Ogletree so much this information is incredible and really quick I want to put the 368 stop number up if we can which is the other phone number Um, that is the crime stoppers number Um, that is actually if you have any information pertaining to any of the investigations that are going on currently around the state if you have any tips or if you recognize anybody in any photo or video material you can offer any assistance for any suspicious behavior um, that might be associated that's the number to call if you see any suspicious behavior going on in your neighborhood or somewhere you park something looks questionable to you it is honestly better to call 732-9111 right away even if it's nothing it's better to call see something say something Uh, tim said that to me yesterday and i thought wow that could save some lives so um you know call even if it even if it's nothing but call that way at least they can come and check on the animals on that farm and hopefully we can keep everybody here safe uh, prayers out to all connected to any of the horses that have been slaughtered it's very sad we're all very saddened but i do know this we have an incredible sheriff here and an incredible sheriff's department in our county we are so fortunate they're looking out for us all and they're working on all these investigations to hopefully get us all the result that we would like thank you tim so You're much welcome. thank you really appreciate it we'll be we back appreciate the time on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Thank Thanks you. I appreciate it. Yeah. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. 
This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at EnglishWritingSupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Lawson Farms. The Lawson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Lawson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton! You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right! Yes! <laughs> Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton, your host. We kicked Paulette off for a segment because she was rabbit holing it, but it actually wasn't for that. It's because we have this wonderful crew here in the studio with us. I am thrilled to welcome uh, to the show for the first time, Sharon Barnard. Uh, I'm gonna mess up his last name. Jeff Feinstein, did right. I do it? I did you good. Did. Uh, and also we have Dr. Langwart here in the studio and we're gonna be talking about curry on a stick. I told you earlier, it's not chicken. It's not. Uh, when I first Googled <laughs> curry on a stick, you know what I got? Yep. Yeah. You know, like Food. chicken on it? Yeah. kebabs. It's not. It's much better, actually. Um, it is one of the best grooming tools I've ever used. It is an incredible massage tool. Um, it was created by this team. It is their invention. I'm absolutely delighted to have people in the studio that are this creative. This is what we're all about here in Ocala Marion County is encouraging this um, to continue and be successful. And this is an incredible product. I am going to start over here with Jeff. Jeff, tell us about how this started. Oh, gee. First of all, hi, Ocala. <laughs> Good to be here. Uh, hi, world, actually. World, yeah, hi, you're world. Now, you're now world. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hope I can handle this. <laughs> Curry on a stick. Started with uh, Sharon, my wife, of almost 40 years. Wow. Had a hard time curring her you horse. You two look young. <laughs> Thank you. Curring her yeah. horse was an issue because of arthritis. And there's many people out there that have that same issue as we get older. And she said, damn, in this day of age, with all the dogs and horses, why isn't there some type of handle so I can massage and groom my horse? 
and of course I didn't pay much attention to that. Then after a while, I kind of did. I was kind of watching Shark Tank. I said to my wife, well, why don't you think of something? And she said, I did, but you didn't listen to me. <laughs> I said, well, tell me again. And she did. Husband's dead. Mm -hmm. uh, her trainer from upstate New York was visiting us, and men she mentioned it to her. And uh, she said, oh, my God, what a fabulous idea. So that got me thinking. Of course, two days later, I'm online looking how to organize this whole project. And um, I, I, we sat down. Well, first, before we even sat down, I had purchased every kind of curry that was out on the market today, from round curries out of rubber and, I don't know, uh, gloves that were used uh, with little nubs on there. And we kind of felt, really, it was, they were not really good. They didn't serve a purpose for the animal as well as the human, the owner. And we said, what do we need to do to make this uh, easier tool and Sharon basically said, well, if it had a handle, so we took it from there, then we'll be, it would be nice also, it would be having two brushes in one, so you don't have to buy two of them. Yes, and how nice, actually. Can we get that one? Let me sure. just get that so I can show that. If you're watching on, I don't want to knock over this nice tower, um, but um, so we can actually show this. It has uh, two sides, which um, is incredible because you've actually got two tools in one. You don't have to switch to a different softer curry for the face, which is really nice. This is actually, it's hard to tell looking at it, but it's actually very um, pliable, movable, and soft, so it would actually be perfect on the horse's face. You wouldn't have to worry about it being, you know, too too rough it's or anything. Legs too. Legs yeah. as well, yeah. But don't. Belly. Yeah, legs and belly, very nice. Actually, it feels really good. Um, <laughs> it's lovely, actually. It's very therapeutic. Um, and then this side, of course, is the is a little bit uh, tougher, stronger, and kind of rougher feeling. Again, still actually a nice massage, but probably more effective for hair removal on the body, the major parts of the body, um, and rump and neck and things like that. So, But both sides are fabulous, and it, it's two tools in one. Well, actually three. John. Oh, that's right. Because John loves using it. John, doctor. Yes, yes. Well, you can actually use it. And, and way back in the days of uh, uh, 2,000, 2,500 years ago, when a practitioner when we were very in China young. would push on something, it would they would say, uh, Ashi. I think they said something else, but we won't do that on the <laughs> air. And so that meant there was a painful area. So you can actually get that to disperse and release by using that end. And then in Twena, which is another type of Chinese medicine, you could take two of them and actually use them. And this is done with sticks and so forth in people and in animals. And you can use them to try and break up blockages and painful areas through the body. Wonderful. Now, you work with the Qi Institute with this I do. I am, right. I am a faculty member at the Qi and just completed my master's degree in traditional Chinese medicine. And I so you're a bit smart. Well, <laughs> it was a lot of work. Maybe you can fix me. Yes. <laughs> so we actually use it in our, in our lab laboratories uh, for specific problems and say, okay, we may be able to help with this a little bit. And some people, again, that don't maybe use their hands quite as well as others, this is a you know, a device that can create a mechanical advantage for you. Sharon, tell us about how solid this is. Is this something that's going to last? This feels to me like this is going to last. Oh, yeah. Throw it on the ground. Can like I throw it at Paulette? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I'm going to throw it at Paulette. I like her, actually. We see it through the washing machine. We just, yeah. Really? Just to see how it came out. came out perfect. And, you know, what I do is after I use this, like, this is good if you have any mud or dirt or whatever. Yes, yeah. You know, yes. Um, gets that all out. Plus, you know, any loose hair. Right. 
I, I, I used it on my horse, believe me. It looked like a second horse was beside him when I was done. Gee, I lost my train of thought, though. But, you know, it, it's just really, really good to, to get into all the parts of the horse on their back. And then when you want to get to the softer part, like, and to, the reaching, that was a big thing. It's like, I have arthritis, you know, and you got to get up on top of the horse. Well, doing it like that, it's, forget, it's, it's impossible. impossible. Yes. But when you have a handle, you just extend your arm, and it's got a heavy feel to it. So you don't have to, like, push on it like, right. like a light one. It's actually got some, some oomph to it, it without does. you needing to use so much oomph. It so it's not obviously not nearly as tiring to do a current job. And if the horse, it depends on the horse. Some My horse likes this rough part all over his body. Mm -hmm. But he likes the soft part on his face. Yeah, my horse is like he doesn't like anything rough or no coming. Sunny doesn't either. And no. also, he doesn't like anything coming at his face. But when I have it on a handle and I just go up like that, it's like oh, it's not like my whole hand's coming at him. No, it's so, more like an extension yeah. of your arm. And it's good for the legs. Yeah, you know, because you have that little extension, so you don't have to be going like you know, this. You should maybe like think this. about future human massage tools that you well, could you can, yeah. you just use yeah. right you know and just put a different label Okay. We're, we're I used it actually. We could go into commercial. You can yeah, yeah. take a break. Louise <laughs> <laughs> is going to take a nap. Uh, really incredible um, quality of the the material. Obviously, something that we have had concerns about in, in the past with other um, other items is you know the chemical safety of the yeah. chemical. Like there's nothing in there there's that's toxic or anything no. that could be damaging to the horse or the person. Well, we used a. a not to interrupt, but we had used a company, a manufacturing plant in uh, China. We tried to do it here, but it's just it's totally impossible. I'm going to fix that. Yeah, the, the knowledge uh, wasn't here as far as how to put this together. And I was got friendly with, a, with individual people that own this company, and they, work, they make products for uh, Rubbermaid and Quasinot and all these kind of utensils for kitchens Cafalon. and all. Cafalon. Plus all the stuff you see in the stores that are hanging there, mm -hmm. rubber, they make all that stuff. So I felt really comfortable that they knew what they're doing. Wow. And we wanted to have a rubber that obviously didn't smell like a tire. Yeah. Because animals don't like that smell. No, they don't. And you think you're doing the right thing with them, but they're not comfortable with that, you know. So we spent a lot of time on the right materials, to get it to the right uh, sure, yeah. which is the texture of the rubber, the right. uh, uh, flexibility of mm -hmm. it, and then also on the interior of the brush, it was really important to uh, use something that was well balanced in its weight. We don't want the, you to do the work, we want the brush to do the work right. as far as on your horse, yeah. meaning not pushing your arm or your shoulders or your body into the horse, let the brush do all that. And being well balanced like that was to us the trick to get it right. Now you have up here horses, dogs and cats. Yes. So that's Paulette again. You can't <laughs> take her anywhere. Um, dogs and cats too. Yeah, what ended up happening was we thought of this for a horse. And when I did my 3D model of the brush, I used it on my... Shut that phone off. <laughs> Thank you. Or he'll get you with his curry. <laughs> it's all loaded. It's a AK-50 or whatever they're called. Uh, anyway, I, I used it on my dog, my Ridgeback, Rhodesian Ridgeback, and she started to contort in positions I've never seen her do under any brushing circumstances. Well, she didn't like to be brushed. When you brush her, she would run away. Yeah, and I used this on her, and she just melted. I said, oh, my God. 
I saw a video of her. She she ran away. Yeah. Well, she, she ran, ran away yeah. after you did and made a circle and came back. Well, and more. Did again. Well, she ran because she felt so good. Yeah. And that's what the brush it. does. It 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 if. It probably releases endorphins because yes. a massage does that for yes. you and it feels like, I mean, I love it. In fact, after the show, Paulette's going to give me a massage. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know it yet. Um, but th that, to me, I would think reduces, re releases endorphins and I would imagine for any animal or person that's that's got to be a good feeling and uh, for, for a dog that normally doesn't like being brushed probably was like um, okay hold on that right. was good do, I'm do coming me. back for more do yeah. me do me do me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we introduced like yeah. yeah I haven't tried it on my cat but I guess you know what happened people that have a horse always have dogs yeah, they do. And they if have they have horses, the they have cats at the barn. Oh, yeah. So sure. we fooled around with this with a cat named Newman. It's on our website, by the Newman. way. It's a www. Oh, let's put your website up. Can yeah. You put the website it's up. Curry on a stick. And stick is spelled S-T-I-K. So yes. you, don't, you don't get confused with the food. Yes. But it's a good conversation go. piece. Look, we there got it go. right. CurryOnAStick.com. Oh, cool. There that. you go. Go visit it. It's really informative. It's very entertaining. There's a lot of great information and videos of children, uh, adults, great reviews of professional people uh, saying how much they love it. I would have to say and pat myself on the back, we got a 100% response rate with the you mean plus me positive response. positive response yep. on the brush. I got to do my review but I'm I'm all in I okay, love it cool we are in the last 60 seconds actually maybe less 45 doctor do you well, want to wrap just, this up yeah I want to say one more thing and Jeff is like this and Sharon was was the loves to curry their horse so it's what we're trying to do and use the concept of mindful grooming and and actually take time to to go through and be present when you're doing it as opposed to one hand with the phone and up against the wall and rubbing yeah. the horse yeah. take it and make it a really good valuable experience yeah. because that's what we're seeing and you can do so much and we're going to have some more segments to kind of give you some, some tutorial as to how to use this brush to maybe move uh, painful areas how to get them out how to stroke where to use it and how to use it so brilliant and it also works great when the horse is wet Ah, it's a great baby tool. When you got the soap on there, that's it really unusual gets, too. It really for a, gets for a down great curry. Skin. Yeah. It's a great curry. I've got one. <laughs> Some of my top horse people have now got one. I made sure they got one for Christmas, and um, you can get one too. Really quick before we close out, we're actually going to give one away on the show. Um, if you're listening on Facebook, this is a Facebook competition only, not a radio competition. Um, let's see. Um, hmm. I'm going to come up with a trivia question. It's going to be a really good one. We're going to work on that in the break, and when we come back. I'm going to have that for you, and you can text the answer to 352-304-1408, 352-304-1408. I'll have a really good trivia question for you coming back, and you could win one. Uh, and actually, it doesn't have to be just Ocala, Florida. We'll ship it to you. So uh, on that note, thank you, guys. Thank Incredible you. Incredible segment. Thank you. Wonderful information. Yes. I know you're all going to come to my CEP meeting uh, January 16th, so I'll get to see you all again then. And thank you so much. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Stay with us. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. 
Horseboxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com.
This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs. Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio in Ocala, live today with my co-host Paulette Stout. And joining us by phone, we have Shane Banks from the BLM. And we're going to chat a little bit to Shane about uh, an upcoming event here, an adoption event here in Ocala, the 24th and 25th of January, and also a little bit about the BLM. Hey, hey Shane, good to have you with us on the show. Hey, it's great to be here, too. Uh, tell us a little bit about the BLM. Well, the Bureau of Land Management, we are actually the largest land management agency in the United States. We're larger than the Forest Service and the Park Service. Wow. But we're also a smaller known agency that most people really don't know, especially back here in the East, don't know who the Bureau of Land Management is. Um, one of the things that is really unique that we get to do is we get to manage the nation's wild horses mm. that are on public land. Uh, we have 10 states in the West that we manage horse herds on. And that is what we're going to be talking about today a little bit is the, the Wild Horse and Burrow program. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that program. And I know there's a lot of, um, you know, you, we see a lot of social media, obviously. And, you know, anytime we see as horse lovers, we see horses, you know, out in the wild being brought in. I know a lot of us feel, you know, a sense of devastation for them. How difficult is, is I mean, your job must be difficult. There must be times that it's, it's quite, um, quite hard. This photo, actually, we have up here of you cuddling this horse is, is adorable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, was a, that was a unique experience. I've, I've had the opportunity to go on a lot of the, the gathers in the West, so I've gotten to see the whole side of the Wild Horse and Burrow program. And, you know, it's a really good program. It is a very controversial program, but basically what it boils down to is an overpopulation um, problem in the West. We estimate that the land can sustain between about 27,000 horses. And that is over millions of acres and it is over 10 states. But if you've ever been to many of the places where these horses live, it's not like being in Florida. There's not green grass, There, there is no, there's not much of a food source and their water source may be 10 miles from their food source. Water is probably the bigger issue really than, than the forage. Gosh. And so what we do is we go in in areas where we identify that there is a major overpopulation and we will round up some of the horses and remove them and then we do our best to put them in private care across the country to people that can give them good homes. Gosh, now how difficult is that? I mean, you're, you know, you're rounding up a horse that's maybe never seen a person before. That has to be a very difficult task. You mean actually rounding them up? Yes. Basically what we do, we use helicopters to, to capture the horses. And what we've found over the years is that that's actually the most humane way to do it. The helicopters go up, um, they're able to identify where the, where the horses are, where the bulk of the horses are in a, in a herd management area. They're able to gather the horses more safely. Um, and when you bring them in, if you've ever bought a one, and anybody who, who, who sees a lot of the posts on social media that thinks this is the most horrible thing that they've ever seen, we, we, all of them are open to the public and we invite you to come out and actually see how, how one of these works. The helicopters can, most of the time, they come in at a walk or a trot, the bulk of the, the distance that they travel. They don't get pushed harder until they get actually to the trap site 
that's when you see them possibly running into the trap and the, and the cowboys come out and, and the gates get closed. But for the most part, the horses, it's, it's a very easy, calm process bringing horses in on, on one of our rep notes. Now, is there a very good chance if these horses were not, um, you know, rounded up and brought in that they would in fact just suffer, starve, go without water and, and actually perish? There is a good chance eventually, yes, that is going to happen. I mean, it is going to happen. There's so you're no, really saving their lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah. in the long run, at the end of the day, we're asking people to come out and help us out by giving these horses a home because they, they need them. And they make fantastic horses. Yes, they, they do. Are wild. Oh, no. You know, do you know how many friends I have who've been on this show who've adopted them who have just they've won like Mustang makeovers and yes. and the tip challenge and I've had Haley Price on and Abby Slaven and um, Elisa Wallace and they all work with Mustangs and they are the best horses oh my gosh I they're mean, sturdy and tough and hardy and they once they know you and trust you they are like a dog I mean they're just they're amazing they're amazing animals they really are. They bond differently than the domestic horses do. Um, people that adopt them, if you'll take time and patience and you work with them, they'll do absolutely anything that you want to do. Yes. They just make really nice horses. Oh. What we're trying to get across to the public is that, yes, they're wild when you adopt them, but if you'll take the time to work with them and to train them, you've got a horse that you will keep forever. Many people that get them, they may have other horses. They may have quarter horses or paints or you know something else. and. This is their favorite one. Always the Mustang is their favorite horse. You know what, well, after we hang up and um, the show's over, I'm gonna send you some photographs of the last two Saturdays in downtown Ocala. We have a new okay. program in conjunction with the city of Ocala and the CEP, the chamber here, to take a horse downtown every single Saturday. I need to get you sorted out on that. And bring me a gypsy banner. And the last two, we had Mustangs. Um, that had been adopted and been worked with. And Christmas Eve, we had one dressed in, a, um, in an elf costume outside our busiest restaurant meeting people. And it was yep. so cute and the horse was so good. And then the next week we had one downtown and at the market and the girl, it, it, like, its favorite treat thing is to lie down. He likes to lie down and cuddle his owner. So she actually had him at the market, the downtown market, was cuddling him in the grass and all the little kids were coming over and petting him while she was cuddling him. And it was like the cutest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> and these were Mustangs, yes. And they're Mustangs. I mean, yes. the wild horses are just, they're, they're yes. fantastic horses. And we're bringing about 70. We'll have um, horses, we're supposed to have a couple, about 10 birds coming into that people can come out and and actually adopt one and take one home with them and you know they can start the process of having their very own wild horse that they've trained how amazing so this is going to be january 24th and 25th at the southeastern livestock pavilion and there'll be about 70 horses up for adoption um, what will the process for the adoption be will it be will there be an application and what what will people need to have in order to be able to adopt one if they want to there will be an application and uh, if you've come to one of the events that we've had in Ocala before, the hours are going to be a little bit different this time. Uh, we're going to, at Friday, it's going to open, the gates are going to open at 8 o'clock in the morning for people to come out and view all the animals that are available at the mm -hmm. event. At 9 o'clock is when the event will actually start. You can start adopting horses at 9 o'clock Friday morning. Mm -hmm. We'll be there until 5 o'clock in the evening. 
And on Saturday, we'll be there from 8 until 1, which is a little bit different because we used to be there until 4 or 5, and now we'll be there from 8 until 1 on Saturday. Okay. Basically, what will happen is, yes, you do need to fill out an application because we want to make sure that all these horses are going to good homes. Mm-hmm. What's on the application is we are looking for the facilities that you have to put the horse in when you first take it home. Mm-hmm. You need to have some type of corral around then. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a minimum of a 20 by 20. It can be up to 100 by 100 or anything in between. It needs to be a sturdy six-foot fence for the adult horses and a five-foot fence for the yearlings and for the burrows. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't mean that your whole place has to be a six-foot fence. What it means is that when you first take it home, you need to put it in an area where you can contain it until you've trained it a little bit and gotten your hands on it, and then you can put it in any type of pasture you have or any stall that you might have because they are wild when you first take them home. Right. You also need to be able to transport the animal. Um, we prefer stock trailers. We would prefer you didn't bring a two-horse trailer mm-hmm. um, and it does not need to have a drop ramp. And basically you sign a contract with us saying that you will keep the horse and you will take care of it until you get title. And that process takes usually a little over a year. Okay. So um, it, now, as far as like follow up after these are adopted out, do you have a process of following up to see how these horses are doing? And do you have any, um, by the way, I'm just gonna tell you, I got the 92nd text from, from Tom, but, but we actually are doing, this particular segment is a Facebook segment only. So Tom, if you're listening out there, we're, um, we're okay for a few more minutes. So I, I would like to just get the last few mm-hmm. questions here. Cause I, uh, the, so your follow up, Shane, for, um, yes. Um, you know, for how the horses have you know, worked out for the people. And then, um, you know, how do you ensure it doesn't, I mean, is there any way of ensuring one of these horses doesn't end up in the hands of somebody who might be using it for meat or, or anything else that's, you know, not obviously what you want for the horse? Mm-hmm. The long and the short answer is yes. Yes, we do. We have a compliance program and actually we have a lot of volunteers, people in Florida who help us out. Um, in addition to the people that we have on staff that will go out during the course of the first year that you have the horse and make sure that everything is okay, that the horse is being taken care of, that it's ha- we want happy horses and happy homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do everything we can to make sure that the horse stays with the adopter. Sometimes it's, you know, there may just be a little bit of education that needs to occur, you know, a feeding regimen that may need to change. But we do may do everything we possibly can because technically the first year that you have the wild horse, it still belongs to the federal government. We can come in at any time during that year and make sure that the horse is okay. If it's not okay, we can take it back and find another home for it. Oh, good. And, and we will do that. Until title passes from the Bureau of Land Management until the adopter, that animal is still federal property. Okay, good. Now, generally, do most of them get adopted? Generally, most of them do get adopted. Um, right now, we have a program in place. It's called the Adoption Incentive Program or the AIP program where the, the government is actually um, providing an incentive, a monetary incentive for people who are adopting horses. You can earn up to $1,000 for adopting a horse that can help with the care. So within 60 days of adopting the horse, you would be eligible for a $500 incentive. And after you've titled the horse, after you've kept it a year, you would be eligible for another $500. Nice, well, that's wonderful. And, Thank you to the government for that one. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> well. Actually, in the, in the long run, it, it's it, it's helping us keep the cost down because if, if we have to keep the horse for the life, you know, for a long term, it, we cost the taxpayers about fifteen million dollars a year for us to feed horses. Oh my God! And so we're trying to find different ways of incentivizing people to come out and adopt them and to give them a good home. And this is one way we've found, and it's actually been pretty popular so far. 
Shane, that, that's wonderful. They do have to take care of it. Yes. I have a question that was on Facebook that it had something okay. to do with um, that the government has passed a bill to to get rid of 44,000 horses. And it's been on the, I've, I've seen this little blip on Facebook several times. Is that one of those armchair social media people? Thing. I yes, it is. To <laughs> I thought so. Please say that that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. So why that it's, is not true. Why it's circulating yes. no. Because me. people, you know how they are, they have nothing else because to do. Because they raise money, the more, the more um, social, or the more sensational that they can make it sound, the more money that their organization can raise. Yes. So that's if true. it isn't from the BL, BLM, don't believe it. Yeah, stick with just going yes. to their website and reading what the information is that's accurate go. because that's their job to keep up with it. So, um, Shane, I want to thank you so very much for being with us and sharing with us what you do and how you're helping these horses. And you know, we really want to encourage people to come out, even if you're not necessarily ready to adopt one at the moment. How great to come out to the uh, Southeastern Livestock Pavilion and, and look at these horses and get an idea of what maybe you might like to do in the future. Um, even if it's something you're not quite ready for right now. It's it's a, a wonderful breed, incredible horse. Abby Slaven, Kat Zimmerman, uh, and, and Haley Price would have all been on this show, all great friends of mine would say, wow, what an amazing breed of horses. They have created some of, of the most amazing horses they're competing with and, and riding, and, and they're so versatile, they can do anything. So, um, you know, please consider it if you can provide a home. And if you can't provide a home, maybe come out and have a look and start thinking about how you can take steps within maybe a year or so to do that. And, um, and let's help the BLM find homes for these horses. And um, thank you for all you do, Shane, and, um, and thanks to the BLM. And I do just love this photo. Thanks for being with us yeah. on the show. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all right, and I will be at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion trying not to adopt one on January okay. 24th. Well, look me up when you get there. You know, if anybody has any questions, come out. You'll be able to talk to us. You'll be able to talk to people who've adopted before. You'll be able to see the wild horses in the pens wild you'll be able to see horses that have been trained it's just a great event to come out and it's you know it's free to just come look wonderful yeah exactly thank you so much shane for being with us thank you uh we'll be back on the horse talk show presented this hour by palm chevrolet in just a few minutes stay with us we're going to wrap it up with jessica lynn this hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. 
This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Thank you to our sponsor, Hits, Horse Shows in the Sun. We are back in that season. No wonder they're here. We have great weather. What a wonderful place for an A-rated circuit to be. Now through March 22nd, you can go out to Hits and watch the Grand Prix. Absolutely incredible. Starting on the 14th, they're back into their January festival and uh, a lot of fun great sport wonderful a-rated uh, incredible facility and uh, the one million classic that culminates this incredible season is very very exciting with top riders from all around the world competing for the million so uh, that is hits for you and we're going to have a lot of their people on the show their competitors and staff over the course of the next few months now we're switching it up to our holistic horse segment brought to you by earth song ranch and summit joint performance got jessica lynn joining us we're going to talk a little bit about how important it is to read ingredients and jessica's going to give us some advice jessica welcome back to the show welcome hello lovely to have you with us uh, let's talk a little bit about reading ingredients and what some of the things mean well you know if you can't pronounce it why is your horse eating it <laughs> Or you, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> or you, in fact. Today we're talking about horses. Yes. <laughs> Most people do not look at the labels of the things they feed their horses. I, on the other hand, have been reading labels for 20 years because I want to make sure the best, the freshest, the organic feed is what my you know horses are getting. But also, I do the same thing for my dogs. I mean, I buy... Grandma Lucy's freeze-dried because it's all organic and fresh. Good old grandma. Freeze-dried and then you add water to it huh. because you don't know what you're getting. I mean, there's all kinds of weird scientific names on all the horse feeds. But when I look at mine, I get an, I have an organic. It's called Modesto Milling. And it's organic oats, organic sun-dried alfalfa, kelp, betonite clay, which is great because it has magnesium, but it also is a flowing agent. All these things are natural. It has rose hips and it has sunflower seed. I know, no, it's excellent feed. But when you look at some of the other bag feeds, you can't pronounce most of the names on the bags. No, it's true. It is true. Those words are a and, little bit scary. Yeah, and I also am concerned about horses like with Sunny. When we changed his diet, do you know it's been four years now? That went like a blink, didn't it? I know, four years, okay? When we changed his diet and, and we got him off the soy, and we put him on Sunday's kit, he has done fantastic for his age and everything else. Yeah, it's true. And and what's happening with manufacturers these days, because people are becoming more aware of what's in soy and how it's affecting, you know, our health and our animals, 
they're now calling it instead of soy, like um, soy holes, ground soy, whatever, they're now calling it vegetable protein. Hmm. Oh, no. That's so tricky. Tricking, yeah. yeah, they're tricking the people. So when I have a new client and I'm doing a consult, I say to them, I want you to call that manufacturer and you ask them what vegetable protein is, and then call me back. And they hmm. do and they go, I can't believe it. Oh, gosh. So but, are there you know, any are there any big words? So if you're in a situation where maybe you don't have an option of finding an organic feed and you're concerned about some of the ingredients, are there any really big whopping words that you should stay away from? No, just anything that sounds chemical you need to stay away from. Yeah, and because what happens like is with the bag ball. feed, it's a lot of stuff from other industries. It's their byproducts and it's cheap. They can buy it a nickel a ton and they put it in the horse feed. So I mean, all the different vitamins are artificial. There's nothing natural about most of the bag feeds. Yes, that's actually very and true. I mean, and I would say to anybody listening that's interested, get hay pellets of some type and use those as your, as your carrier. Soak them, add some beet pulp, you know, get some flax, some chia. Do some natural things for your horse and you're going to see a huge difference. You don't have to read the labels on those bags because you know what they are. Now, with a lot of the straight oats, they really are just oats, though. Yeah. They're oats, but you can get the organic recleaned oats out of Canada. We get them all the way down here in San Diego. Hmm. And horses can have oats. People think for some reason it's become this big sugar thing. It's not. Oats are digested by horses in what's called a glycemic index. It's not a sugar thing. And most horses do well on them. Mm -hmm. So what do you but, think about horses that you can see the oats in their poopy? It's okay because it helps push the sand out too. It means they haven't chewed some of them, but most of them are going to get chewed and they're going to get, a, you know, because um, I can always tell Sonny's poopy in the field because it's the one with the oats that aren't chewed. Yeah, but he's an older horse and his teeth probably don't work quite as good. They know? don't. And I don't mind seeing oats in the, in, the, in the poopies because I know that they do other things that feeds the birds, number one, and it helps to push some of the sand out if you're in a sandy area. I'm in a sandy area and I have very happy birds. The inside is Yes. <laughs> Oh, but the inside. Like the inside is digested. Yeah, I also like flaps like and chia corn. for that reason because it becomes like a gelatin thing and helps to push the sand out as well. What happens if you eat lima beans or corn? It does come out, doesn't it? But the inside is not Don't ask me. Don't ask me that on air. We do not have any photographic proof of this. Good. <laughs> but I mean, even in like my horse's organic bag feed, there's split peas in there and they put those in for a reason because horses need amino acids and most horse owners now think they shouldn't feed alfalfa. That's the only place horses get amino acids and what do amino acids do? They're the building block of muscle and also hoof health too. So why do people think they shouldn't feed alfalfa? Oh, because of well, sugar? I don't know. There's just, you know what? I've had horses my whole life. I'll be 68 in March. We never had any health problems with all the horses on the ranch. I mean, Stephen Peters has our ranch now. Okay? We never had a problem. They got alfalfa, they had pasture, and they had a naturally flowing spring. Hmm. They never had anything going on. Yeah, it's true. Closer to and nature, the better. Yeah. Right. We over-vaccinate, we over-chemically worm, and then we feed them all these artificial ingredients that they don't need, and now we have all these health challenges as owners.
Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Actually, it's, it's, and, and and I know this is a horse show, but it's the same with people mm -hmm. and dogs. And dogs, yeah, it's and the dogs. same. It's the same. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, old fangled feeds now that they're coming up with the low starch, the low this, the low that, and I don't really. Oh, I, no, 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 no. Here's the problem. That sounds great. People say, oh, good, I can give that to my horse who looks like they're metabolic. Guess what? It has soy. Yes. You go on low starch and low sugar, but you're giving them Roundup, okay? Nobody <laughs> wants that. <laughs> no, the soy, the week before the soy crop is harvested, they actually drench the fields with Roundup. With every soy crop? Yes. Wow. And the reason soy is genetically modified, so it can take the overdose of Roundup. Yeah. No, it's no good, is it? No. No. no, so these low starch, low sugar feeds are no good. Throw them out. Get yourself some hay pellets. Soak them. Add some natural things to it. Your horses will thank you. Yeah. So things like um, safe choice and, you know, those. No, it's not safe. <laughs> They're not safe. I mean, you know, there's some bag feed companies out here that have now, you know, tried harder to go more natural. But even, I'm not going to name the company, they've got a, what they're calling a natural feed. You open the bag up and you smell chemical. Mm -hmm. You know what's bad about once you start eating, yourself eating the things without chemicals, you can actually then taste chemicals. It's really, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it happened to me with all my life changes that I've had with my nutrition. And now yeah. when you go back to eating or drinking something that you can tell. <laughs> Jessica I Lynn, um, I want to thank you for being with us on the show. We've just got a few seconds left. We're going to put the website up for you, earthsongranch.com. Uh, that is how you can find out more about Jessica and her products. Uh, actually, it's on the screen behind Paulette. Uh, you can actually see it if she moves. <laughs> there you go, earthsongranch.com. Uh, this is our holistic horse segment that we do. Uh, we try to do every other week. We did miss a couple over the holidays, but we actually missed a couple of live shows. So we're back on track. So Jessica will be back with us in a couple of weeks, and we will be, uh, we'll be chatting to her about how we can holistically help your horse. But also, we would be interested in you messaging us on what you'd like to hear about holistic uh, things that we can do for your horse. So you feel free to message us it. on the Horse Talk Show with any kind of topics or questions. You can also reach out to Jessica Lynch. She'd be happy to give you a consultation and talk to you about how she can help your horse. And uh, she's definitely helped all of mine over the course of the last four years. Where did it go? Jessica, thank you. Happy 2020 <laughs> to you. Peaceful, you prosperous. And, uh, and one more time, earthsongranch.com. And we'll have Jessica back with us in a couple of weeks. Uh, we are wrapping up the show, Paulette. We're at the end of the show. I'm going to close it out and uh, wish you a very, very happy 2020. Um, we, uh, we hope that for you and your horses, it's a peaceful, prosperous and wonderful uh, year, the best year ever. And whether you are in Ocala, Marion County or not, happy horsing around. Until next time. Bye-bye.